Hi everybody, my name's Auntie Jane and I'd like to begin by paying my respects to the Wondery people, to the traditional custodians of this land where we are meeting upon today for its elders and past and presence and even for the self agassi people who have passed away and who are still here today on Aboriginal land. Thank you from Auntie Jane. You're listening to Raising Our Voices on... 3CR Community Radio, 855 on the AM band. My name is Niall, I'm from Reinforce. And the subject we're talking about is lockdown and how it is affecting you. Today we are here with James and Justin. And Jane. And Auntie James. Yep. (laughs) And you are listening to Raising Our Voices. We'll be talking about the experience of people with disability in lockdown. Justin, how has the lockdown affected you? Well, lockdown affected me um, when it first got started. It affected me pretty bad because um, I never get to see my friend. I never get to do my appointment. So I really need to be done. But after a while, I managed to... My sister told us about it... Um, Doom that now I can talk to my friend and family and also, also to my doctors and things through Zoom and it's really helped me out. So, and also, I'm not sure about other people, but sometimes you might get a, um, a camera problem or a voice problem. But when you go for work, you end up doing something, but with the lockdown, you end up getting to, to do the things that you really need to do, like the garden and things like that. So. It didn't affect me very terribly, but as it goes on, it affected me okay. My mum and I were okay. Now it's been lifted, everything's going well. Thank you. That's all for me. James. Hello. How has the lockdown affected you? Oh, it's 50-50 for me, but I, 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 I don't like it much, and I really hate it and jane how has the lockdown affected you well it hasn't affected me but the problem is that i see that when the lockdown was on it's like with being back in the 80s and the 70s locking in an institution again but this time it's the virus so while i was in lockdown I was um, doing knitting, crocheting, painting, watching TV, saving up my money while I was there, you know, because there was nothing out there, wasn't. And, like, going, not going out in the country, which I like, I do, but now I'm glad that lockdown is unlocked, that we can go out in the country. And... Well, how has lockdown been affected me? Well, it is you weren't allowed to go out and visit people. You had to stay at home. Go no more than five k's to the shops and supermarkets to get whatever you wanted. And that's about all I can think of. But um, One good thing with this lockdown, you know, the people who are adults and, you know, the children who never grew up in these institutions, they can get the sense now on what it was like. 
for two years in those institutions, but it was more than that for us. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, my experience in hospital, uh, I know it's an awful place to be, that um, I have an old fracture in my disc, which is in my back, and the felt, I don't know how I got it, but it um, developed from an old injury apparently, and, and that developed into arthritis, which is gone down, uh, moved down my back into my left side of the leg, and every time I tried to stand up, it just hurt, and it was, it was quite painful. And if I tried to stand up, I'd have to sit down again. I couldn't walk because of the the agony of this arthritis. And as you would know, um, arthritis is very, very painful. It is difficult to walk with arthritis. Then you've got to have physiotherapy to start to get back on track again. And that takes time. A little each day sort of helps your walking mobility and things like that, just slow, just slow walks or short walks to to motivate my movements again. Otherwise, if I didn't have these motivation movements, I'd never be able to walk again. How long have you been in hospital for now, Noe? Oh, look, it's been over maybe two or three weeks at least. Yeah. Uh, Hope yeah. everything goes well with you, Noe. Thanks. Noe, what with your mental health, how has lockdown affected you with your mental health while you're in hospital? Well, you um, you couldn't have anyone visit you for a start. They could only go as far as the front door, and that's about it. And uh, you just couldn't come into a hospital and visit. That's only as far as you could go. But and- if you wanted someone to bring you something, they'd have to go as far as the reception or it'll have to be left at reception uh, before it's handed to you. Well, no, I, did, I bet you you didn't have your computer, first of all, when you went to the hospital. How did you feel about that? It was terrible. I was totally lost without it. I, I wasn't able to zoom on anything, and, and I mentioned it, um, and it was brought in. I did my first one with the and They had their AGM, and um, I got... Uh, they had an office spare, a bearer, and Jane, um, Amanda, got old. She took the position of chairperson, and I got the position of assistant secretary. Yep. Thanks for that. You are listening to Raising Our Voices, talking about the experience of people with disability in lockdown. This is what led to have to say one of our members raising the voice, but she's not available with it, and it's what she had to say. It really ha- hasn't affected me. Being in lockdown, it's not able to see or communicate with article, not doing people, except to, if we have taken a conversation with any medical, mental issues it had created. All this could be easy. It's con- contracted by someone 
with the little knowledge of humanity and requirement of the human race. And that's what leads to have to say, who's not with us. Thanks. Justin? Do you think people with disabilities were high priority for the government when they made decisions on in lockdown? Well, at the moment, like with this COVID-19, um, I know people have not had their... Some of them in these CAUs and nursing homes that they have not had their jab at all or they've had, only had their first jab. Some of them have in these CAUs or nursing homes in Victoria or even the whole of Australia. But the problem is that they have to, even the staff has not had their, some of them have not had their jabs as, as well. And some of them probably don't want to get their jabs so they'll lose their job. They will. And that, so that's why everybody out there needs to get the first and the second jab, and now there's going to be a third jab, but it's going to be six months apart as well. Well, with the lockdown and with the medical, um, it's very hard to get your medic, especially when you have to get your um, medication and things like that. That's the hard part for me, but um, I sometimes... My mum get them for me and I can't get up because there's certain things that you can't get, can't be, can't go to very far to some positions with some places you have to go. What the major part, part that really affects me is um, wearing a mask because um, some people can't breathe with a mask on. And I can't, I have to tell the people, even if they can't, I have to keep telling them to put their mask down so I can read their lip. It's a bit difficult for me to read the lip with the mask on. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I'm not too sure. Like, I haven't heard from my NDIS person because I know I'm on the NDIS because I didn't want my person to come in while this lockdown was on. But the thing is, they, they have not rang me back to see if I'm still on the NDIS. And... If this lockdown was on again, I wouldn't have anyone coming to my place. No way. I'm not going to get the virus and die. You know, you only live once. That's how I see it. So, Jane, you just made an interesting point about uh, not even being sure whether you're still on the NDIS. That's um, right. You know, not sure whether you're even accessing those supports. Yeah. Um, but also that if you went back into lockdown, you wouldn't want people coming into your home because you'd be too... You'd be very worried about COVID getting COVID. Yeah, that's right, yes. Um, James, in lockdown, would have you been able to access your NDIS if you were on it in lockdown and what support did you get? Yeah, I've been having support from the carers and um, support getting getting out and about and, and haven't been going to my medical appointments because they're only doing them over the phone at the moment. Okay, yeah. What about you, Justin? Well, uh, during the lockdown, um, I haven't heard anything from my NDIS for a while, but um, we asked about, about getting a doorbell for my special special doorbell, and but I get them support comes on Thursday, and some days. Um, one time, one one time when she um she was gonna come and she um have the council because she was with someone, and she had to 
be isolated for 24 hours because there was a hot spot because she, when she went to the, another client of hers, she, she got it defected from them. So it's not very easy because that, when, when you want that support to be on, on the day, then they get a fit, your support get affected from someone else. It really annoyed to me because I really want that person to come on that day to help me with a few things. It's um, when you can't get the support that you really needed. It really irritates your um, your feeling. You really want that person to be there. So some some people can cope with it. Some people can't. But for non um, non disability. They can cope with it, but with people with a few di different disabilities, not all same, all disability people are the same, or, but different kind of people with disability can handle it and some people can't because, because I, I really wanted her to be on that day because she got it better, so that's, what I, that's how it affects me. Um, Thanks for listening to the 3CR radio and for for the disability today we're going to play a song from Nat King Cole called Unforgettable. Unforgettable That's what you are Unforgettable Though near or far Like a song of love That clings to me How the thought of you does things to me Never before Has someone been more Unforgettable In every way And forevermore That's how you'll stay That's why, darling, it's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am unforgettable too
You've just been listening to Nat King Cole, Unforgettable, on 3CR. You are raising our voices and we are talking about lockdown. Few people know, few people don't. Some people got cochlear and some people haven't. But during the lockdown with, with cochlear, so some people need their cochlear fixed up and there's no place um, to go, but they're here in place or or the cochlear play to get kept it or um, get part. But with my right cochlear, I need the part that I really need for my cochlear, but I couldn't do it because of it locked down and I need really this part though. So, so I got the they had them part at the train here in, in Thumbury. So I got that for a while but I'm still waiting for my part because of the lockdown shut down the delivery so I really needed part though. People with disability who got cocky, now the vintage lockdown been on, you can't get parts that you need for your cocky or whatever disability you need. But then the lockdown been lifted. We're glad that um, you can get your part that you really needed because um, for people with any disability or hearing, blind, um, for glasses or things like that, but now the lockdown been lifted. And I'm glad that and hope everyone to buy this lockdown and then to be delivered and hope hope everyone goes well with their wherever get the beliefs go. Hope they go well with um then to lift lockdown being lifted. But lockdown being on, people will get annoyed, something like that. And now it's been lifted. Hope everything um calm down, cool, give a cool breed and then go go with the flows, I would say. I hope, hope get my message through. My name's Jane Rosengrave, and you're listening to a Strong Power for Woman on Disability Day on 3CR. My name is Diane, I'm from Reinforce. Live from the hospital at St George's Hospital here in Kew, not far from Josh Frydenberg's electoral roll. His <laughs> office, actually. <laughs> If you can celebrate Disability Day, and if I know there's a lot of people out there who um, are looking forward to getting the second jab, and there, there might be a few who ain't, please go and get the second jab. You're not only protecting yourselves, you're protecting others from getting the virus. So please, please go and get that second jab and you're covering yourself. And another thing with the Aboriginals out there in the Torres Strait, it, um, with the virus, the COVID-19, 
Yeah. They can get it real easy, they can. And that's why with Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders, they have to be a lot, 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 lot careful about the virus. They have to get their jabs and that because I know at the moment it's been on TV that one of the outbacks have got the virus and it's a small town all that, and there's a lot of Aboriginal people out there that you know who have who've got to be getting jabs and that as well. Yeah, um, it can happen to any anywhere. It can happen into a small town. Can happen to a big town or a middle-sized town. Can happen to anyone, even when they need support. That's right. But, um, you can't. But uh, everything's like right. You're okay there. Then, then after a few days, someone got a bit to get isolate that person. That's how I how I feel. The people in the outback, especially the Aborigine in Alice Bend or Darwin and everything, if they if they need the poor, they should have the poor. If they need the doctor, they should have the doctor. But um I'm not saying to all white people, but um but not such white but other people then Aborigine have no right. But um they're not treating very well. They're not, they're not treating the Aborigine the, the way they should be treated. So that I think that way is um, like helping get a lot of um, listeners um, to listen and more people to understand not just people with disabilities, but also Aboriginal with disabilities. Well, I say it should be treated equally. Just everybody should be treated the same, even if you've got a disability or if you have not got a disability. Because those olden days have gone, they yeah. have. And for the people who are going to listen to our 3CR radio, I'm really hoping that they will take note what we say and yeah. think about about getting a jab as well yeah. because this can kill you. So for the people who are going to listen to our stories on 3CR on the 3rd of December, I'm hoping that they take note and for the Aboriginals as well. This virus can kill you. So we need people out there to get the jab, the first jab, the second jab, and the third jab. We do. So they want to keep living living in that because it can kill you, this virus can. There is a slogan, no jab, no job. That's it. And that's why they're urging people to get the jab if they want a job. So, please, anyone out there who hasn't got their second jab of the vaccine, please, please do so, because it's really more really important to protect yourselves than anything else. Because if you don't, as Jane would say, this virus can kill you. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that there will be a lot of South Africans people and the First Nation people with a disability. But I'm hoping that they will listen to what we're saying on Disability Day and that people with a disability and the staff, I'm talking about the staff as well, who are listening to this, to take note what we say and to follow it through as well, not to ignore it. Yeah, um, I think for people to to celebrate um, Disability Day, I think if you know... If someone knows someone who's disability, any kind of disability, 
it shows you all the portal to the people with disabilities. So, and then people know, oh, I know that person. He's really helped me out. I'm glad I met that person. That's all for me, just from Justin O'Brien. And for National Disability Day, people want to have a voice to be heard. They can raise their voice and they can say their piece on National Disability Day about their rights and about having a say and that organisations out there to help you, like Reinforce, Amida, SARU, um, First People's Disability Network for the Aboriginal people as well who've got a disability. So there are those websites. And if people are going through domestic violence for women with a disability as well, there is the Women's Disability Organisation that's in Burke Street. And thank you for money, Jane. Hi, I'm James from Reinforce and happy National Disability Day for the people with disabilities and hopefully everyone enjoys National Disability Day. Time to wrap up. You've been listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR. I've been listening to some very good issues on how a lockdown has been affected everyone and from uh, raising our voices, we like to say bye for now. I've got one short joke if you want to hear it. A bloke walked into the building and he said, Doctor, Doctor, I have a problem with my glasses. And about it, you're damn right, sir. You're in the post office. <laughs> That's all for me from Justin O'Brien. you mob this virus is hanging around far too long don't you reckon uncle jack charles here and i for one would love to be back with community this just isn't possible without vaccinating our community you can contact your local echo and they can give you the information you need to book you an appointment so you're on your way together we can do better community 
Unity Immunity. Hashtag Backstandproud. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.